0: Yeah, and welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name's Chandra and I'm your host and I'm excited to see what sort of ideas come up for you as you listen to this episode. Now, the idea and motivation, inspiration for this episode actually came from a book that I bought years ago, which is written by a Buddhist monk. And I bought it from a Buddhist monastery in Perth when I used to live there. And every now and again, I pick up this book and sort of have a little flick through. And it's the the name of the book is called, oh, the, I'm going to say this and it's probably going to sound a bit mushy or something to some people. So just bear with me. Uh, The the name of the book is called Opening the Door of Your Heart and Other Buddhist Tales of Happiness. So it does sound a bit mushy or something, but I really liked the monk who I heard speak uh, at the monastery and it's his book. And so that's why I bought it. Anyway, Oh, I should say his name, I'm probably going to really botch the pronunciation. I apologise, but I, I will do my best. Arjan Brahm is how I would pronounce his name, and uh, I hope that is close to being correct. It's not really a book like that you would read as a story that unfolds from, you know, beginning, middle and end, although I did originally read it in that way. It's a series of, I guess, sections on different high-level topics all connected with being human, I guess, and the ultimate pursuit and exploration of happiness and what that means and what it doesn't mean and very real kind of um, little stories and anecdotes, if you like. And so every now and again, I flick back through it for either inspiration or to remind myself of a little quirky story that I came across the first time I read it. And this one little thing as I was flicking through the book this week, One little section jumped out at me um, under the banner or the heading around decision making. And so I really wanted to share it because when I read it, I read it through the lens that it was, I guess, intended to be written about this pursuit of happiness. And uh, then I wanted to overlay, well, how does that apply more specifically to You, If you are in a situation where you're considering career change, because that's really what I tend to be focusing in on at the moment is really working with people and helping them to get to a point where they can clarify what's next for them in their work life and to create a way of working that actually really works for you, whatever shape and form that takes. So what I thought I would do is I want to share um, a little bit from this little section of the book and then explore what the concept opens up, which is these three important questions. So the, the section in, in the book is called The Emperor's Three Questions. And what he does in the book is he references a parable story that was apparently written by Leo Tolstoy. I don't think I've ever read any of Tolstoy. I think of him as being quite fancy pants as a author. I'm maybe wrong. But anyway, there's a little story that he wrote that uh, Ajahn Brahm has extracted from in his book. And now I'm extracting from that to share with you. And so I want to share these three important questions. And the original story was that an emperor was seeking out a holy man that apparently lived at the top of this mountain. And he wanted to have the holy man help him answer these three important questions that he thought that if he knew the answers to them, it would make him a great emperor, a great ruler. And so there's a bit of a story about how the holy man helped uh, provide the answers for the emperor. But I'm not going to go through the whole story. I'm just going to skip straight to what were the three questions and what were the proposed answers. And so the first of the most important questions that the emperor was seeking the answer to was, when is the most important time? The second question is, who is the most important person? And the third question is, what is the most important thing to do? So they were the emperor's three questions and so I want to look at these through the lens of what was the answer that the wise man gave for each of these questions and how does that play out for you if you are someone who is at a point of transition, at a point of crossroads and considering what it is that you want to do next in your work life. So let's look at the first question which is when Is the most important time? And when we think about this question, and even as Arjun... Oh, I can't believe I'm going to keep botching his name. Arjan is what I'm going to call him. I so hope that's sort of close to right. Arjan said uh, in his book, We all know the answer to the first question, but we forget it too often. The most important time is now, of course. That is the only time we ever have. So that's, uh, I guess, his response or reaction to that question and, and I guess you know these days probably most people if they were asked that question would say when is the most important time probably most people would say oh well, now and I think that if we look at that question through this lens of creating meaningful career change and the most important time is now then what does that mean in terms of what you do now Because what I observe and when I look back over my own journey, I totally observe it there and what I observe with clients that I work with and what I observe with people that maybe talk to me about wanting to uh, work together but they don't actually decide to go ahead and work, uh, do something about making change is that time has a really interesting impact because we tell ourselves that we're not ready or that it's not the right time, or it's not time yet, or that things will be better Insert this time in the future, whether it's something to do with kids getting to a certain age, whether it's completing a certain project that you're currently immersed in. But if the reality is that the most important time is now, then when it comes to you considering making some kind of career change, then the most important time is now for you to be doing something now to be moving you towards whatever the change is that you're heading towards. Even if you don't know what that thing is that you want to do next, if if the most important time is now, then it's about you actually allocating some time to give yourself time and space to consider what's next. I had a conversation with someone this week that is a new client, and you know she has known for quite a long time that she really is no longer enjoying her. High powered job. She had enjoyed it for a long time and it had lots of shiny, fun things about it that did, you know, feed her ego, feed her soul, feed her fun factor for quite a long time. But she also has known for a long time that it's not doing it for her anymore. But she kept ki- kidding herself about just waiting a little bit longer and going on a holiday and thinking, oh no, I'll, I'll give myself another year and then I'll figure out what it is that I want to do next. And when I know exactly what I want to do next, then I'll do something. But the reality is that when you're caught up, especially in a really busy, demanding role, you actually don't generally have the headspace or the time and the energy that you thinking about what's next for you actually deserves. So the question for you to consider is is if the most important time in relation to you creating career change towards creating work that you love, if the most important time is now, then what can you do now to get started to explore that question for yourself? How can you give yourself some dedicated time and space and energy to explore the next phase of your work life and what that looks like? The second question that the emperor was wanting to find the answer to in order to be a wise and good and successful ruler was, who is the most important person? And this is an interesting one because I'm not sure. Like, if I'd really like you to consider that question. For yourself, who is the most important person? And that can feel like a pretty big question. Who is the most important person at any stage of your Life. And this is where I guess you can kind of get a bit more focused by saying, okay, in what context of my life am I thinking about? Or, uh, you know, what stage of my life am I thinking about? But the answer to this question actually applies across the board. And I, it is one that when you really think about it, when I'll tell you the answer in a second, it is a really interesting. To consider. So, who is the most important person? The answer that the wise man gave was that the most important person is the person that you are with. And I think that that is a challenge, and it's also really interesting to consider how are you making the person that you are with the most important person? And what is the impact when you do? And so then if we consider this context of looking at your career change and ask that question of who is the most important person, then that opens up a different kind of line of thinking and and conversation, really, because in any given moment, who you're talking to could vary. And in Arjun's a section of the book where he talks about this answer. He shares this little um, anecdote, if you like, or this story uh, where he says, I recalled asking questions of college professors and not being fully heard. They were outwardly listening, but inwardly wanting me to go. They had more important things to do. That's what I felt. It was a rotten feeling. I also recalled rousing my courage to approach a famous lecturer and ask a personal question, and being surprised and so pleased that he was giving me his total attention. Other professors were waiting to speak with him. I was a mere long-haired student, but he made me feel important. The difference was huge. And when you think about your own experience of conversations that you have with others and the difference that you can feel when you know that whoever you're speaking with isn't really fully present with you. And also, if you're really brave and you think about times when someone is talking to you and for whatever reason, you're not fully present and not making them the most important person that you're with how that actually feels for you. You're distracted, you're not really uh, giving your all and so that whole experience is not good for them or for you. And so I guess when it comes to you thinking about making significant career change and change that's designed to be you doing more meaningful work. So not just changing a job for the sake of getting a different job, but actually wanting to do something that feels like it's the work that you're meant to do, that's you really offering and delivering your highest value to others and to the world. Then the question of who is the most important person, the answer is who you're with And who is it that you are with for your whole life? You. And yet how much time and energy and space do you give to you to make yourself feel like the most important person in this situation? So often I have conversations with clients that have put their own happiness, their own wishes, intentions, passions aside for years and years and years... To put other people first, whether those people were their parents who paid for them to do some kind of particular training or or uni degree, and so they felt they were obligated to complete something that they didn't really enjoy and didn't really want to do, or whether it was a relationship and staying in a certain location where the job prospects were uh, limited, or a family situation where having kids and prioritizing raising kids, or any of those scenarios is where you're choosing to make other people more important than you. And sometimes that is the right choice to make. And sometimes it's not. And only you can make that decision for yourself and acknowledge that you're choosing it. And to ask yourself whether you are actually making sure that you are making you the most important person enough in your own life. And another little section from Ajahn's book that I really like in this same question of who is the most important person, he says, Most of the time in your life, you are by yourself. Then the most important person, the one you are with, is you. And there is plenty of time to give importance to yourself. Who is the first person that you are aware of when you wake up in the morning? You. Do you ever say, Good morning, me? Have a nice day. I do. Who is the last person you are aware of when you go to sleep? Yourself again. I say goodnight to myself. I give myself importance in the many private moments of my day and it works. And I had a little chuckle when I read that section because I think it's uh, interesting to realize that even amongst our busyness, and I have no doubt that if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably someone who's pretty busy and got a lot going on and you want a lot in your life. And it can be easy to gloss over or not notice the many moments that you have that are yours and yours alone, even if it is just that split moment of when you first wake up and realize that you're awake, you're in your body, you're in your bed. And I like the idea of that little habit of acknowledging yourself and making yourself the most important person in just that little moment. And whether that's a certain mantra or just saying good morning to yourself or whatever it might be, I like that idea of claiming those moments to make yourself important. And one of the other things in the context, particularly around making career change, is looking for those little moments of self-awareness that throughout your own experience of whatever is going on in your life right now, in your work life, your home life, whatever it might be, for you to make it important enough to notice how you feel while you're doing certain activities is great research for you to start to notice patterns of moments of joy or um, laughter or stress pressure to see those patterns and to extract the learning of them to find out more and more about yourself, about what you might be drawn to, the sort of work environments that are right for you. I had another conversation this week with someone where we were talking about that she had been self-employed for quite a while and has recently gone back to do study as part of a bigger plan to go back to being employed and she's actually so excited about being in a work environment with other people again. She's someone who really loves being part of a team and she had realized that she was not getting that by working for herself and by herself and so this is about not making a prejudgment of what's right or what's wrong but only through getting to know yourself can you then create the work environment that allows you to really thrive and that's what the ultimate goal should be not to necessarily do something that's trendy or that other people say that you should do, but to create a work situation that allows you to really feel like you're being your best and contributing your best. And this third question is, what is the most important thing to do? And this in the context of Career change is another really interesting one because so many people get caught up in asking that question of what is my purpose? What is the one thing that I'm meant to be doing in my work life? And I want to really know that and I don't want to make any mistakes along the way. But the reality is that it's not. Generally, as simple as that, depending on how you define or approach knowing your purpose. And I've done previous podcast episodes exploring some different ways that you can look at that. But the answer to that third question from the wise man up the mountain, what is the most important thing to do? To care. And when you think about it through that context of creating career change What is the most important thing for you to do in the context of your career? To care. And I think this applies on a couple of levels. One, to care about what you do for work enough to make it important enough to do something that you really want to do that feels like you can thrive and contribute to the world. And two, to care about others and to include in what you do for work, a way to care for others in whatever flavour or way that shows up for you. For some people, their expression of caring for people is to make amazing coffee. When I think about Mick, my husband, I know that part of how he expresses care in what he does is that he is committed and passionate about creating beautiful simple, healthy, delicious food and that's part of his way of of caring for others. He also cares about cleanliness and friendliness and has that as all part of what he and his team provide at his cafe. I also know that there's people who their way of caring is about looking at Uh, well our cleaners actually Izzy she is amazing and very dedicated and does a fantastic job and the little details that she goes to to make sure that when she cleans our house and when I come home it's such a great feeling and you can see the level of care that she has provided and there's all different types of flavor of care it might be about providing entertainment and you know a bit of lighthearted relief from the busyness and negativity in the world in providing some kind of product or program that people enjoy in the media. It could be clothing that people really get a sense of joy and satisfaction out of wearing. It could be so many different ways, but that all ultimately come back, I think, to everyone's human desire to care and help others. And that's what I think your pursuit of the right next thing for you to do in your work life, if you can consider what are the ways that I like to show that I care, what are the ways that I can help others, they are great spaces to look when you're considering what's next for you. So they're the three questions that I wanted to pose for this episode of really thinking not just, I guess, for life and happiness, but specifically around how you can apply them to making significant career change. So I'm going to recap the questions for you again. Question one was, when is the most important time? And the answer is now, because that's the only time there really is. The second question, who is the most important person? And the answer is the person you are with particularly remembering that you are with yourself the most. And the third question, what is the most important thing to do? And the answer was to care. So I hope these questions give you food for thought as you continue to explore that question of where you're at in your work life right now and what might be next for you. I hope you have a great week considering those questions, remembering to... Notice the most important time and the most important person and the most important thing to do. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favour and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEOU in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.